0: welcome to answers from antioch you have joined us at the intersection of god's word and today's world this broadcast is brought to you by the antioch baptist church in bristol virginia join us as we examine information that impacts the church the christian and the christian home hello everyone thanks so very much for tuning in today i am so honored to be your guest thank you for allowing me to come And spend a little time with you via radio or podcast ever how you're getting this. What a blessing it is to be together. Now, let me just uh, quickly mention there's revival meetings going on uh, in our region right here in our area, the Tri-Cities area. And you certainly want to take advantage of these. I know down at the Rock Heritage Baptist Church in Kingsport, Brother Trevor Knights, the good pastor, there they are in revival. Dr. Kenny Baldwin is there Uh, through tonight, 7 o'clock, and a special uh, preacher's meeting this morning at 10, and you'll want to be part of that meeting. Brother Trevor invites everyone to attend. Then revival services at the Beulah Baptist Church down in Kingsport as well. That's going on through Wednesday night. Evangelist John Burt is there, and Pastor John David Shanks invites you to come and be part of of these meetings there at the Beulah Baptist Church located on Beulah Church Road there in Kingsport. So these are two meetings I know of. And uh, I believe also Dr. Ben Carper is over on New Basin Well Road. And Brother Robert Fletcher, the good pastor there, I'm telling you what, you will enjoy that place and that meeting. Dr. Ben Carper's program follows this one every weekday morning. That's on New Beesonwell Road in Kingsport, Tennessee. And that's going through Wednesday night, I believe, as well. So there's some revival meetings I'm aware of. We always are more than glad. We are excited about announcing the meetings of our sister churches. We pray God will send revival wherever that the anointing of His Spirit can come then we want to be part of it. We want to encourage it, and certainly here at Antioch, we want God to get the glory for everything that is going on in these sister churches in their efforts of revival, and our prayers go out to them. Now, I I thought it was an alarming thing, actually. I saw it just it came out Sunday evening that the biblical worldview back in 2020 it was only 6% of Americans had a biblical worldview. That number now has dropped to 4% since the COVID lockdowns, which we'd all hope that that might turn people toward the Bible. Uh, yet, uh, for many, it did not. And the biblical worldview of individuals now in America has dropped to 4%, the lowest ever Recorded That means 96% of Americans do not hold a biblical worldview following the COVID-19 lockdowns. So uh, those uh, restrictions didn't help at all. It did hinder, I do believe, and we know it hindered the work of the church. And ladies and gentlemen, here's proof of it. But 4% having a biblical worldview, while at the same time, now get this, 82% 82% of Americans, 82% identify as a world citizen. They don't have a biblical worldview, but they identify more as a world citizen. That category certainly explains the globalism and that philosophy that's going on in our world and certainly ought to make you aware As our Lord predicted, as is promised in the book of the Revelation in Daniel 7, I believe Revelation 13, the Antichrist would have a one world government. And now 82% of Americans classify themselves and are more conscious of being a world citizen than having a biblical worldview. Now, what does a biblical worldview mean? It means simply that you conduct your life, You operate your business, you operate everything about you in a biblical fashion with the principles of God's Word. That's simply stating that honest, integrity, truthful, a person that is following the guidelines of God's Word in every avenue of their life, that is a biblical worldview. There was one time in America where the church was the conscience of America, the church. And if the church said such and such was wrong, then it was wrong. And Congress, no matter what state you were in, or if it was the federal Congress, would not pass a law that would in any way cause the church to be angry and upset. But when the church backslid and turned away from God, And left their biblical worldview. And now uh, the majority of evangelical pastors, that number is around 70%, I think, between 60 and 70% of evangelical pastors do not have a biblical worldview. And without that, my friend, uh, we will not have a world that understands the Scriptures if you and I as believers don't have a biblical worldview. In my dad's day, and he fought in World War II, and in the days leading up to World War II, in dad's day, uh, people that were unsaved, people who never professed to be Christians, still held a biblical worldview. They understood that right was right, wrong is wrong, wrong will never be right, right will never be wrong, it's always good to do right, and it's never good to do wrong. And right will always be the right thing to do. Wrong will always be the wrong thing to do. That was, in a sentence, exactly what they believed. Even those that were not Christians. But now, our worldview, slipping to 4% of Americans, has brought us to the place where wrong and right are not even recognized or the questions not even asked anymore. But they would rather be part of a world citizen category. And, of course, this sets up the world for the Antichrist rule. Now, in Psalm 78 here, here is a warning that is being issued to the children of Israel to be sure their children kept a biblical world view. It says, don't hide them from their children, verse 4. Showing to the generations to come the praises of the Lord, His strength, His wonderful works that He has done. Why would you do that? In verse 6, that the generations to come might know them. Know what? The Scriptures, the Word of God, the biblical worldview, even the children which should be born who should arise and declare them to their children that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. You see, they were warned, you continually put the word of God into the minds of your children. Tell them over and over and over and over again the great things that have happened. Remember, Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible and the children of Israel were to continually Tell their children, pass it down word by word. And they didn't have copies of the Bible like you do. They had to pass it on verbally and tell their children, here's what our great God did. Here's what He says. Here's the guide He gives us. Here's the commands He gives us. And you follow these and you are blessed. And when you break these, there is certainly repercussions when you break the law of God. And they were told these things. It, it put in them a biblical worldview. What's happened in America is that we have failed to pass on to the children. And, the, and particularly, by the way, this Barna survey that I just quoted, particularly the children in the age group of 15 and the young adults of 25, uh, that age group particularly uh, says that the Bible does not, guide their actions or their thoughts any longer because they have been taught different in public school and government schools. My goodness, certainly public schools and government schools have left out the Word of God, haven't they? It was put out of them in 1962 and then in sixty-three prayer as well. Well, I see my time's gone. You and I don't have to allow God's Word to leave us, friend, nor our families. We can publish that everywhere. and God help us to do so. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at AntiochBristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.